Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is all down to this, the Steelers 2022 draft. And we have all the last-minute rumors, clues, and predictions. Welcome to the Steelers Update Podcast from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Stellas, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. All of Steelers Nation has their magnifying glasses out. In Inspector Clouseau's style, they're urgently searching for that telling clue to unlock the mystery of who the Steelers will draft this Thursday night. Will it be a quarterback as nearly every mock draft leading up to the actual Steelers selection has suggested? Don't bet on it. As for the clues to confirm or debunk this, everyone is parsing the words of Coach Mike Tomlin and general manager Kevin Colbert at this week's press conference discussing the team's extensive, exhaustive draft preparations. Now, the Steelers' interest in the 2022 quarterback class has been obvious throughout this process, and Colbert described it as both deliberative and extensive. He and the Steelers' scouts saw multiple games of every top quarterback in this class. Some scouts even sat for seven games of some of these prospects, all according to Colbert. Indeed, the usually secret Steelers were hiding nothing when it came to their close quarterback studies. Quote, we did spend more time on that position. It was necessary and it was a good process unquote, right from Kevin Colbert. Now, the QB names most closely linked to the Steelers are Liberty's Malik Willis, Pitt's Kenny Pickett, Cincinnati's Desmond Ritter, and old Mrs. Matt Coral. The biggest clue that many are pointing to in insisting the Steelers will pick one of those arms Thursday night is the fact that this year's quarterback evaluation process looks very similar to last year's running back evaluation that led to the Steelers selecting Alabama back Najee Harris at pick 24. Tomlin himself drew this comparison in the presser, saying, quote, I enjoy the process of having a heightened urgency per a position. It seems like, you know, a year ago where we really chopped up the running backs in a similar way to this quarterback class, unquote. But there is a huge difference that everyone seems to be overlooking, and it's right in front of all of us. I'm talking about 
Mitch Trubisky. He's the former second overall draft pick that the Steelers inked to an incentive-laden two-year deal at the very start of the NFL free agency period. Trubisky is now all but anointed as the Steelers' starter for at least 2022 and perhaps beyond, maybe years beyond, if all pans out. Last year, when the Steelers drafted Harris, they had done nothing to address their running back woes. In fact, they allowed their former back, James Conner, to walk. The vacancy at the position was glaring, and the Steelers' move to draft Harris was among the most obvious picks in Pittsburgh history. Just don't look for history to repeat Thursday night. Sure, 18-year veteran QB Ben Roethlisberger has ridden off into the sunset. The Steelers do need a franchise quarterback that can carry them 15 years into the future, as Ben just did. But they don't need that franchise QB Thursday night. They have Trubisky. They seem inclined to test whether he can live up to his sky-high draft selection in 2017. So why all the Steelers' interest in the 2022 draft class? Well, Ben Roethlisberger, when he was around, the team didn't really need to kick the tires so hard on QB prospects. Kevin Colbert admitted as much, saying this, quote, We had a quarterback like Ben for so many years, we knew that wasn't going to be a preference, so you didn't spend as much time with that position that high in the draft because you weren't going to entertain it, unquote. So what's different? Well, they don't have Ben, but they do have Trubisky. It was a move that the Steelers made right at the start of free agency, and it was a definitive move. So the Steelers still do not need to reach in this draft for a franchise quarterback that might not even exist among this year's quarterback crop. Meanwhile, there are premium players at other positions who will be available at pick 20. And that means the Steelers won't have to spend any picks to trade up. They can sit tight at 20 and pick a really good player. Matter of fact, a rock-solid player who could upgrade several critical positions on the 2022 roster and for years to come. Now, there are some saying the Steelers will be tempted to take a quarterback should all of them fall to pick 20. That would give the Pittsburgh the pick of the litter when it comes to all of these quarterbacks. But would it also be a bright red warning flag? I mean, this is a quarterback-driven league, the NFL. Potential franchise quarterbacks just don't fall beyond pick 10, let alone down to pick 20. Yeah, Roethlisberger was pick 11, and Aaron Rodgers fell all the way to pick 24. But usually, the cream of the quarterback crop is off the board in usually the top five selections. Wouldn't Pittsburgh, having its choice of QBs at pick 20, scream that these quarterbacks just do not live up to the talent in past drafts? I believe it would. But if it happens, the Steelers could very well be tempted to take one of those quarterbacks, most probably Malik Willis. Would it be a mistake? Many think it would. And not just a garden variety mistake either. 
if you miss on a quarterback, a team is set back for years. If you miss when you have no franchise quarterback on your roster, the damage is even greater. And when you miss while having so many other roster needs at multiple positions, as the Steelers do, it is a complete and utter disaster. The Steelers have been guided by a best player available philosophy in their draft since the Chuck Knoll era. If they stick to that principle and they stay at pick 20, the best player in this draft will not be a quarterback, even if all of them fall to the Steelers at that selection. That's the bottom line. Now, we'll see what the Steelers do, but if you think a quarterback is a foregone conclusion for the Steelers, you weren't listening to Kevin Colbert, who said the premium is on getting it right, not right now. Quote, the quarterback is the most critical position in our sport. We have to get that right. Could we add somebody? Yes. Could we start the season without adding anybody? Yes. We'll see where it all goes. Unquote. Yes, we will, Kevin. Yes, we will. Until then, we have rounded up all the best arguments for and against the Steelers picking a quarterback with a growing number of gurus pressing for pit product Kenny Pickett as the selection. It's all here in this last-minute edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my print column, First Thing Thursday, that is draft day, on Penn Live. We'll have all the late-breaking tweets, tips, and memes trying to predict what will happen in Pittsburgh as the Steelers build their 2022 roster for this season and many to come. It just doesn't get any more exciting than this. Right now, let's get right to it. QBs always have the most hype. I mean, it just comes with the position. It comes with the NFL. And no wonder it's been all the talk in Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger no longer there. So as the clock ticks down to the draft, no QB in this 2022 class has been more popular in the 412 area code than Pitt's Kenny Pickett. Well, he's the hometown product. But all of a sudden, many prognosticators are predicting Pickett will be the Steelers' pick. Could it be these Steelers finally making amends for passing on pit prodigy Dan Marino a generation or so ago? Hey, many think it will, including the dean of national NFL gurus, Peter King. Now, here's a peek into Pickett's draft pick and his prospects as written by the Post-Gazette, the hometown newspaper in Pittsburgh. It reads like this, quote, Pickett is expected to be among the top 32 selections in this year's draft. He might go to the Carolina Panthers at number six overall. He might land with the New Orleans Saints. Perhaps he's there for the Steelers to take at number 20. Pickett will find out for sure on Thursday, as we all will. Senior Bowl director Jim Nagy said this of Pickett, quote, He's a level-headed guy, really mature and ready to make that jump. He's obviously played a ton of football and has been the face of a program there in a big city, big spotlight, and I think he's ready to handle it, unquote, talking about his leap to the NFL. 
But hey, there are knocks, especially on Pickett's supposedly small hands. The article addresses that as well. Quote, in the buildup to the combine, as Pickett worked on his 40-yard dash and other tests, concern over his hand size took off. Pickett didn't have his hands majored at the senior bowl, opting to utilize stretches before having them sized up in Indianapolis at the combine. It was there that Pickett's hands were measured at eight and a half inches, smaller than any quarterback currently in the NFL. Some laughed off the headline, including Pickett, but some draft analysts jotted the measurement down as a red flag. Now, all those coaches and scouts have done their extensive homework. It is finally time for Pickett to find out which team he'll be entrusted to lead next. Quote, he'll write his own story just like he did at Pitt. Pickett's dad said, quote, we're happy to finally know where he's going, unquote. Hey, it's a great article because it's a look at the human behind the player. It was written by Johnny McGonigal with the Post-Gazette. And it reminds us all that these players are just people after all. And they're about to face a major milestone in their young lives. And it all depends upon where their name is called in this draft and who calls it. It is a seminal moment to be sure. But aside from Pickett and his heartwarming story and the Pitt connection, should the Steelers draft a QB at pick 20 or even trade up to pick higher? Hey, many still say a firm no. And I really want to delve into the argument from the QB naysayers because there's so many predicting that they will take a quarterback. So first up, we have Mike DeCourcy with the Sporting News urging, urging the Steelers to don't do it. Don't draft a quarterback. He writes this, quote, I can declare the Steelers would be mistaken to follow the course of drafting a QB as nearly every mock drafts projects. Of 10 mock drafts from major media or NFL-centric outlets, only one does not have the Steelers selecting a quarterback. That's from Daniel Jeremiah of NFL.com, who has them selecting Derek Stingley Jr. of LSU. He would be the third cornerback chosen in this projection. Of the others, three have the teams choosing quarterback Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati. Three have the Steelers taking liberties to Malik Willis, falling to them at pick 20. And two have the Steelers getting hometown hero Kenny Pickett of pick. And one suggests Matt Coral of Old Miss. With the possible exception of Willis, there's not a long-term star QB in the bunch. I watched nearly every game of Ritter's career and loved his spirit, his eagerness to improve, his intelligence about the game. But he missed too many easy throws to feel comfortable that the increase in competition level won't be too great a hurdle for him. I saw the majority of Pickett's games at Pitt as well, and it's hard to get past the reality it took him five years to become exceptional. In normal times, the season in which he became a star would not have been available to him. One can watch highlight tapes of Willis and see a cleverness about his approach to finding receivers and getting them the ball that is reminiscent of Patrick Mahomes. 
the ability and willingness to adjust arm angles to deliver the ideal pass, but he does not appear to be quite as elusive and dynamic. If he were to fall to the 20th pick, as some suggest, he might be worth the pick. Trading up to select him is a needless risk. There are at least three, possibly more, quarterback prospects in the 2023 NFL Draft who would be the best of this lot if they were eligible to be chosen Thursday night. It would be much more prudent to be drafting a future quarterback from that group than to be reaching for a slice of hope Thursday night, unquote. A slice of hope. Good way to phrase the folly of reaching for a quarterback in this draft. Great stuff from the Sporting News sizing up all those quarterbacks linked to the Steelers. But we're not done. We got more uh, naysayers on the QB for the Steelers. And the always blunt radio host in Pittsburgh is Mark Madden. And he is even more direct, blasting the 2022 QB crop as J.P. Lossman-like and saying the Steelers already have their young prospect in the form of Mitch Trubisky. So why even entertain picking a quarterback? Well, Madden makes his argument writing this, quote, Neither Pitt's Kenny Pickett or Liberty's Malik Willis has legit potential to be the guy, a true big-timer. It's not like the 2004 draft with Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger all of whom had that vibe and fulfilled it. Pickett and Willis are more like J.P. Losman, who went 22nd overall to Buffalo in 04. Manning, Rivers, and Roethlisberger were already gone, and the Bills were set on getting a quarterback that same year. The Steelers shouldn't fall into that trap Thursday night. Anyway, what about Mitch Trubisky? Who has more potential to be a great quarterback, Trubisky, Pickett, or Willis? I'd say Trubisky. Don't be quick to laugh at that either. Trubisky is only 27. He was the second pick overall in 2017. That's 18 choices higher than number 20. He's got more talent. He made the playoffs twice in four years with Chicago. Chicago. I'd bet on Trubisky before I take small hands Pickett or small school Willis. Pickett and Willis get hype for the sake of hype, for being the best of a mediocre bunch. If Trubisky soils the bed in 2022, so what? Pick a quarterback in the next draft. That seems to be the game plan when the Steelers sign Trubisky anyway. And the 2023 draft has more and better QBs. Unquote. Great stuff for Mark Madden, really breaking it down in no uncertain terms, as he always does. The bottom line here is risk. It is high when drafting a quarterback in the best of times, the most perfect situations. But it is sky high in this draft, where the QB crop has major questions, and you're picking at number 20. The potential for a Pittsburgh mistake is just too high. And the Steelers can't afford to miss on any players in the first three rounds of this draft. Colbert has said as much. They need starters in those first three picks. So here's Paul Zeiss with the Post-Gazette sizing up the huge stakes for the Steelers in making sure they nail their pick Thursday night. 
he writes this for the Post-Gazette, quote, the Steelers pick number 20 in the draft, which begins Thursday, and this is one of the most anticipated picks I can remember them making. There seems to be an anxious energy among fans about it because of the very real possibility that the Steelers could take a quarterback with their pick. This would be the first time since 2004 when the Steelers picked Ben Roethlisberger that they would use their first pick on a quarterback. This would also be the first time since 2004 the Steelers have a need at quarterback. Prior to that, it was 1980 and Mark Malone in the first round for the Steelers. And prior to that, it was 1970 and Terry Bradshaw first overall to your Steelers. This time, there are mixed opinions about which quarterback is the best in this class and which is worthy of being the first one off the board. There are some experts who don't think any of them are going to be franchise quarterbacks, and thus none of them are worthy of being first-rounders. I honestly don't care about any of that stuff because it's all speculation, and only time will tell about every player taken in its draft. The important thing to note is that regardless of whom the Steelers take, they really can't afford to be wrong this year. And that's especially true if they're going to draft a quarterback, because if they draft the wrong one, it will set them back a number of years. They need to make sure that the quarterback they take is the one they really want, the one they think can take them to the playoffs and beyond multiple times. There are quite simply too many holes for the Steelers to take a chance at drafting a quarterback if they aren't 100% sure about that QB. There aren't any guarantees, but the Steelers have scouted all of these quarterbacks enough to see any red flags that may give them pause. And they cannot ignore those. That's especially true considering there are a lot of really good players available who aren't quarterbacks in this draft. This is the Steelers' first year after Ben Roethlisberger, which means it is, regardless of how you classify it, the first year of a rebuild for the Steelers. That fact, not the fact that the Steelers could draft a quarterback, is why this first-round pick and the draft in general is more crucial than it has been in other years, unquote. That's a great point by Paul Zeiss. What makes this draft so important is this is the end of the Roethlisberger era and the beginning of a new era. It's not the beginning of the next franchise quarterback era per se, but a new era for the Steelers, and they gotta get it right. And now you have it. This is a rebuild, regardless of what the Steelers' owner says. And the Steelers need a foundational player. Uh, foundational players, actually, in this draft. Multiple. Sure things, or the closest to a sure thing, that you can get in the NFL draft. None of these QBs are even close to sure things. And sure things are what these Steelers need high in this draft. And this, to me, is why the Steelers must look elsewhere at pick 20. And it's also what I believe they will do, look elsewhere. Sure, QB has all the hype, but another player and other position could be the safest, surest pick for your Pittsburgh Steelers and the franchise's future for many years to come. So what position, you ask? Well, 
Just look at the Steelers' biggest need, as Mark Caboli with The Athletic just does in writing this. Quote, The Steelers need defensive line help with an aging group that endured significant injuries last year to Stephon Tuitt and Tyson Alualua. It is the only position they didn't solidify in free agency over the past two months, and number 20 just happens to be where a couple of high-end defensive linemen could go. The Steelers have yet to put together their final draft board, and that draft board will be different than all the other teams. They do a Steelers-only mock where they pick who they would choose with each of the first-round picks to ensure they will have a player they like at number 20 or to help choose to move up or even to move back. Said Colbert, quote, We said we don't even know why we do this. Why would we would just be guessing, Colbert said, of conducting mocks with whom the other teams might pick. Quote, Colbert, we don't concern ourselves with anybody but ourselves. We know there are 20 players, and by Wednesday we will know the order we will pick them. We have to take the best player available if it's even close. Unquote. A good stuff from Caboli as usual. And so, uh, according to him, it could be a big, bad bulldog, Jordan Davis, at defensive line for your Steelers. Hey, it just might be, or perhaps a cornerback, or even a wide receiver. But here's betting that best player available to the Steelers. When they're on the clock, a pick 20 won't be a QB. How about you? Who's your pick for Pittsburgh? Tweet me at John Lucy on Twitter. That's at J-O-H-N-L-U-C-I-E-W. Let's compare notes. Let's uh, stay up late Thursday night and all weekend long and swap stories about this Steelers draft as it takes place in real time. However you slice it, there's going to be lots of Steelers stuff to talk about for weeks to come. And don't miss any of it right here on your Steelers Update podcast. Sign up for the podcast, which is fresh every Wednesday, wherever you get your favorite audio. And of course, check out PennLive.com for your real-time Steelers news. The Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock. Can't wait. Oh!